Browns eliminated by the Texans. What happened on Saturday night between the Dolphins and the Chiefs? It's Super Wild Card Weekend post game show, Dolphins edition. And it begins right now on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hit the intro, boys. Welcome to Sports for Beginners. This is the show I cover the Pittsburgh Penguins, Toronto Blue Jays, and more including taking you on a journey through the world of sports. From the fans' perspective, here is your host, Scott McGregor. Let's have some fun, shall we? Hello everyone, welcome back inside the Sports for Beginners studio on the field side for Dolphins postgame. As you may have guessed, there was no Dolphins postgame intro, but we did use the Sports for Beginners intro for this one. I'd like to welcome all of you listening from from wherever you may be listening on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I'd like to let everyone know that if you want to see Dolphins postgame on, on the ice and behind the benches, you will get it the day after it goes live on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Miami Dolphins. Winner moves on to face the winner of Monday night afternoon matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's get down to the game summary and start things off on a high note. If you were listening to Cleveland Browns and Texans at this time, I would just like to let you know that we will be hearing from those two coaches later in our middle segment of this program. And we will be talking about that game 
when we're looking at what's currently going on on this Sunday, January 14th, 2024 edition of Super Wildcard Weekend. But before we get there, it's time to discuss what went down in Arrowhead. So, what went what did go down in Arrowhead? Well, for starters, it was a cold and snowy week in Arrowhead. And There were rumors going around that, well, I mean, obviously they're not rumors anymore because they are true, the Dolphins can't go through a game in the cold is conditioned. And this was to quote, unquote, the tagline. Of this game. Going to be one of the coldest games ever played in playoff history for the NFL. So the Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins meet once again, this time in Arrowhead, and our scoring summary brought to you by this word from our station of Sports for Beginners podcast, Weekly in Sports, get into Weekly in Sports, is return on the end of January show, which you can later see in segment form on YouTube. We'll hear from our friend over at Weekly in Sports in this station and get right down to the game summary. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them. Discuss the Blue Jays, Bill, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. It is time now for the game summary presented by the Weekly in Sports show, which is getting ready for their end of the January month and their big, their return in 2024. As that will be the first show. I wonder what will happen 
I can tell you that I will be on that show. And I've got some news to tease for both my podcast and the Sports for Beginners podcast. But I'll get into the details on the Weekly in Sports show. So, how does this game go? Well, according to our CBS Sports app, download the app and follow your team every day. Patrick Mahomes gets us started and throws a 11-yard pass in to the hands of Richie Rice, I believe his name is. And Richie Rice, what does he do? Rashie Rice, excuse me. Rashie Rice. He takes an 11-yard pass into the Dolphins' end zone. So it is with Harrison Buntker kicking the ball up. And good. Seven. Dolphins. Chiefs. Seven, excuse me. Dolphins, zero. Dolphins haven't scored anything. That would be your first quarter play. That took them nine plays to do it. Harrison Butker would get more chances to shine. As he would kick a 28-yard field goal to take Kansas City up 10-0 over the Miami Dolphins. But then QB1 of the Miami Dolphins in Tua brings out Tyree Hill and they combine for 53 yard touchdown Make a statement that they won't go down very easily. Sadly, this was the only touchdown the Dolphins scored because they had a defensive pass interference to. McDuffie on Kansas City. Jason Sanders, however, would give an extra point. It is now seven Dolphins, Chiefs, 10. Dolphins only down by a field goal. 
That should be obvious. They were down 10. They scored a big six. Got an extra point. And they only needed a field goal. The rest of that second quarter, Harrison back at it again. This time it's 26 yards. Picks it up. It's good. And Kansas City remains in the lead. They now have a 13-7 lead over your Miami Dolphins. Harrison Bunker returns 22 seconds later with a 32-yard field goal that goes up, it goes through, it is now Kansas City, 16. Miami, 7. So into half, we go with Miami, 7. And Kansas City, Leading the charge with 16. Kansas City seems like they're having fun, and they should be. But just because you hosted a game in Arrowhead doesn't mean you can host another game. You're waiting for your next opponent, which is this coming Monday afternoon. More on that a little bit later. Third quarter action, and you know the saying, if you start it, you should finish it. Well, Harrison Bunker says, all we need is a field goal, and then I'll give you guys the ball on offense to see if you can squeeze something else together to keep the Dolphins out of this. So they give him a 21-yard field goal. He kicks it. It's up. It is now 19, Kansas City. And Seven, Miami. Yep, Miami just, yeah, they, they, um, uh, they, uh, I don't want to say they fell asleep, but they just gave up. And unfortunately, scoring seven isn't going to, you any good you have to bring some more power to you if you want to win this game let alone move on to 
another round of football, but they but they know that already. So it's no surprise that they lost this game. I'm sure they are ter- they feel terrible about it. But in the end, all you can do is say, well, at least we tried our hardest and tried to keep all the faith we had in our team. I'll get to my thoughts on the game momentarily. So. We're not done by long shot with this game. We're just getting started. Because right after the 21-yard field goal, a direct snap to Pacheco. Apologetic in advance if I don't get the name right. For three yards, Harrison Bunker picked it up. It's good. That's the game, folks. Kansas City moves on. Dolphins are out. We'll get to our game summary stats in the next half of this opening segment. But first, a word from our friends over at Take Another Look. And then it's time for the play of the game. In the middle segment. But before we get to the play of the game. The player of the game will be announced after the game stats. Keep it locked here for Dolphins football. We will be right back on Super Wild Card Weekend Dolphins Post Game Edition. Who will Kansas City face? As they hope to move one step closer to Super Bowl 58. Keep it locked right here as we take things to a better place this offseason. And say, see you next season. Miami and Cleveland will hear from the head coaches of both the afternoon game and the night game and make sure that we've gotten through everything we need to get to. But first, a word from Take Another Look, and we're taking things to a better place. After this Dolphins post game, Super Wild Card Weekend Edition wraps up and continues.
take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. of Super Wild Card Weekend. The postseason has hit a halt on this postseason run for the Miami Dolphins before it can even start. So you know what we have to do. We've done our game summary we're getting into our game stats our player of the game is also coming up in this half of the opening segment plus in the middle segment we'll get to our game balls hear from some of our coaches from the afternoon game and some of our coaches from the evening game we'll even check in on our sunday slate game on the final segment and look at, also in the final segment, the Monday slate of games as Super Wildcard Weekend wrapped up the AFC with the Steelers and the Bills. More on that in the final segment of this program. Before we get to our game stats, let's look at our box score and no surprise here. It is 7 nothing after one quarter of play for the for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Dolphins would score 7, but that would be all they'd get. As you would see, the likes of what you see, Kansas City score 9, giving us our final tally at half, 16, Kansas City, 7, Miami. Nothing but a bunch of zeros for Miami in the third and fourth quarter. Oh, boy. That was tough, Miami. That was tough. Meanwhile, on the Kansas City side, get ready for cheering, because while you may have only scored three, you got a seven point in the fourth quarter, and all you did was scare three in the third quarter. Hey, you won the game. Congratulations, guys. You move on. Best of luck to you guys the rest of the way. And Swifty fans, another game of Kansas City football will commence 
But the question everyone will be asking is who will Kansas City face next? Let's answer that question later in the program. So we'll get to our game stats now. And before we wrap up the game stats, we'll see if we got any word from Kansas City, if they've got a victory speech to share with us. A reminder, we will be hearing from the coaches of these two games in the middle segment with our play of the game starting us off at top that segment. So, Kansas City's victorious. It is another day work for Kansas City. And wouldn't you know it, you have to put this game on the back burner because every game matters at this point. You can't just say, here we go. Here is the fun part because one little slip up and your season could be over. So yeah, it's yeah, we yeah, we ain't done with the Kansas City football team just yet. We ain't done. We ain't done. And we ain't done by long shot, guys. We ain't done. All right, the game stats is first pieces we're going to go through. Let's just get the possessions out of the way. Miami take care of the possession time for them, their last possession time of the year and of the season. It is the likes of what you see. Twenty-five minutes and fifty-five seconds. Damn. That's gotta hurt. That has gotta hurt on the Dolphins side. That really has to hurt. And I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm just saying that because it was a heck of a season. And actually... While I'm saying heck of a season, let's put out this video with the Dolphins and the Chiefs talking after the thing goes over. Here we go.
It was a heck of a season. And Patrick and Tua are a symbol of that. They're an example of that. The victory speech is on the way from Kansas City. But now, let's get to Kansas City's possession time. 34 minutes and 5 seconds for them on possession. 13 first downs to 25 first downs for the Kansas City Chiefs. The 13 first downs code to the Miami Dolphins. And with those 13 first downs, they made just eight passing plays, five rushing plays. Kansas City got three penalties for first downs. And 14 of those first downs were passing plays. Eight of those were rushing plays. Third down efficiency. I feel like I need the Buffalo Bills. It's third down. Horn. When I say that during elimination games. Kansas City converted on just 15 tries six times. The Dolphins converted once on third down, but unfortunately could not convert another 12 times. Kansas City and the Dolphins both saw fourth down, but one team only needed it once and converted on it, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. The Miami Dolphins, on the other hand, had three chances on fourth down, converted three chances, but could not convert the other three the other three times as they go three for six on fourth down efficiency. Kansas City was the better team on the total yards, 409 yards, but the Miami Dolphins do get some sort of credit here. They beat up their yardage with a total of 264 yards on just 59 plays to Kansas City's 75 plays, which gives the Kansas City Chiefs a 5.5 yards per play. On the Dolphins side, however, the Miami Dolphins have a 4.5 yard per play average when you talk about the when you talk about the passing yards it really is no surprise here as well the chiefs are the better team at the end of the day at this game 
with 262 yards, 119 yards for, excuse me, 199 yards for the Kansas City Chiefs. His opponent, the Miami Dolphins. Tua and Patrick Mahomes each shared equal amount of completions. Tua goes 39 for 20, converting with 20 completions on 39 attempts. Patrick Mahomes, on the other hand, converted 23 times out of out of 41 completion attempts. They had 23 completions with Patrick Mahomes, 41 attempts. Tua was sacked two times for a loss of 11 yards. Patrick Mahomes never sacked. Let's go to the ground game. And again, like I said, no surprise. Kansas City wins it. 147 yards rushing. 76 yards rushing for your Miami Dolphins. Kansas City, 147 yards rushing. 34 rushes for an average 4.3 yards per rush. On Kansas City's side of things. They are 2 out of 6. In red zone efficiency, they converted one out of three chances they had on goal to go efficiency. They took five out of 45 penalties. They turned the ball over once, but so did Miami. who only received 8 out of 62 penalties that were called in the game. Their yards per rush for Miami was 4.2 on just 18 rushes and 76 rushing yards. They didn't see the red zone and they definitely did not have a goal-to-go efficiency, Mark. So nothing to speak about there. Kansas City fumbled the ball three times, recovered one, but the rest was all lost because they lost the ball three times to the Dolphins. Miami is the only one that throws one that throws one interception and both teams 
Well, this is a little out of date, I think. It feels like the Dolphins and the Chiefs scored an equal amount of touchdowns. The one touchdown coming to the Dolphins is in the passing game. And the two touchdowns for the Kansas City Chiefs are on the ground and in the air. We'll talk about the return yards because it's the last game the Dolphins and the Chiefs will play in just a little bit. But let's hear the victory speech from Kansas City after winning 26 to 7 against the Miami Dolphins being that this was the last game they would play against them. Here we go. Take us in to words from the man himself of Panda City. Take it away, Coach. Andy Reid. We ain't done. Words from the head coach of Andy Reid and your quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. We ain't done. In case in point. But you know who is done? The coaches will be hearing from with the winning coaches in our middle segment. Let's wrap up this opening segment with the final piece of the attendance record coming in the final segment. But first, just a reminder, we never do this in the post game, but we're going to do it on this end. It is your Chiefs 28 return yards Dolphins, 88 return yards. The Chiefs had to punt 
once and they converted on that. Punt yards. Four times the Dolphins kicked off and the yards were 88. Two times the Kansas City Chiefs kicked it off, but the yards were about 27 yards. So, that wraps up the game summary. That wraps up this opening segment. Time for the coaches. It's time for the play of the game. It's time for the middle segment when we continue on Super Wild Card Weekend Post Game Show Dolphins versus Chiefs Edition. We're taking it to uh, all star stardom. And kicking our middle segment off with the plays of the game. Dolphins post game continues. Super wild card weekend post game, I should say. The coaches are next. The gambles are next. The Sunday slate. Look at the Monday slate. All are coming up. When Dolphins post game, Super Wild Card Weekend Edition. Continue right here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. We'll see you after the break. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. of the progress and it's also fun at all this post-game 
was the player of the game. We'll hear from the coaches. And much, much more on Dolphin Post Game Super Wild Card Weekend Edition. It is Super Wild Card Weekend. And nothing says Wild Card Weekend middle segment like our player of the game. Our plays of the game are coming up in the play of the game context. But let's just round out the Dolphins and the Chiefs plays of the game by revealing the player of the game. For your Miami Dolphins, the player of the season, I'll call it, since it's their last game that they'll play. Give it up for 199 yards. QB1 of your Miami Dolphins, averaging just 5.1 yards a carry, one touchdown, a pick. Got stacked two times. You get the picture. It's the Dolphins quarterback in Tua as your player of the game. Player of the season. The player of the game for the Kansas City Chiefs to be revealed in just a bit. But first, the Kansas City Chiefs. Player play of the match. And a reminder that we are keeping a head keeping a head check-in of our games from Sunday's slate. We'll talk about the Sunday slate in a little bit. Those games are getting ready to... One game is getting ready to close. One game is getting ready to begin. Your Kansas City Chiefs play of the game on Peacock Sunday night, Saturday night edition football. Is is I apologize for the silences here. I really do. Here are here is your play of the game. It is an interception 
on an attempt to Tyreek Hill by Tua. Here are the men that called it. And here it is, your Kansas City Chiefs play of the game. We actually have two of them, so let's get one from Isaiah as well. Here are the people that will call it. On the way. And our Dolphins play of the game is on the way as well. But first, the Kansas City Chief player of the game. You know, first for all time, double coverage, big left over the top to knock it away by Lajarius Sneed. The right hand side, bringing some pressure off the slot. The Guffey reroutes him, and then Sneed from the inside sees the ball go up in the air and goes and gets it. What an athletic play by Sneed. What an athletic play. What an athletic play by Sneed as well. That's a great job by him. Here's your other play of the game. From Kansas City. Isaiah's three-yard touchdown run. The guys that called it with the call. Take it away, gentlemen. Went to the snap, Chick almost lost it, fainted to Mahomes, and the bounce on the outside, 21 carry, 78 yards. Again, deserves a touchdown the way he has front and center post. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right. So, time for Dolphins play the game, but before we do, time to find out. Who the Kansas City Chiefs player of the game is. And who better to give this play of the game to the guy we just heard for that three-yard touchdown? Mr. 24 attempts on the ground, 89 yards, 3.7 average carry, a touchdown. It's Isaiah as your Kansas City Chiefs player of the game, player of the season. We'll get to a player of the season for the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm sure, when this season is over for the Kansas City Chiefs. But as of right now, it's what you think would be week 19, I guess. But it is the NFL playoffs right now in the Kansas City Chiefs season. Who knows? Here is your Dolphins play of the game. 
get your dolphin. Taking care of Kalai Edwards Hilaire on one of the fumbles during the last minutes of the game. Here are the men that called it. Gentlemen, we know what to do. Take it away. This is Dolphins and Chiefs on Super Wild Card Weekend. Your play of the game for the Miami Dolphins. Fumble. Dolphins have one more chance at the ball. Parsons had a couple of players there. Larry Kilgore. Hmm. Seems like we're having a little bit of an issue here. Let me try again. Yeah, we're still having a problem with this play. Hmm. I have an idea. I'll put up a different play. And Miami has recovered. Kansas City's done a fantastic job handling the football all night, starting with Patrick Mahomes, but also the runners and the receivers for the most part. But this time, meaningless part of the game. Miami coming up with a big takeaway. And there's a name to kind of keep your eye on next year, Dolphin fans. Ethan Bonner. I mentioned he came in because of injuries and only played 12 defensive snaps all year. So we had a little bit of trouble with that play of the game. So why don't we go to a play of the game that actually will work. Here is your Dolphins actual play of the game. Let's go to us. 19-yard pass for a big gain. Here are the men that called it. Gentlemen, take the call. Third down, two a time. Got it. So I'll go check it. But obviously a big... Third down conversion, throw the ball to Kevin Wilson on the corner out of state. The underneath coverage, put the underneath receiver for Wilson on time on the back end. Your play of the game from the Miami Dolphins. The players of the game have been revealed. The middle segment is just starting and we're continuing it with the winning team coaches after 
This game went final. Let's start things off with the winning coach of Saturday night's contest. Here is the man himself on this middle segment. Don't forget, Texans fans, if you're joining us on Dolphins Postgame, we appreciate you joining us. We're going to hear from your head coach. To start our next half of this middle segment, which is our game, Balls of the Game. But to end off this segment with our player of the game being revealed and the plays of the game being taken into the bag of this game, we're going to bring out Andy Reid. Here's what he had to say after. The 26-7 victory over the Miami Dolphins. Andy Reid. Coach, you have the floor. All right. Um, uh, uh, Thank you to the fans and the great job that they did, along with the the grounds crew, uh, cleaning things up and making that field playable, and they did a great job. Um, let's go off to the to our team for the job that they did, and really for the Dolphins. I thought um, they they came out and paired with all the, the weather, a little bit different than down in Miami. Uh, I thought both teams handled that pretty well. Uh, and then uh, there are a bunch of things, but our defense with uh, uh, the third down ratio was incredible. The job that they did, one for 12, it's uh, quite, a, quite a stat there. And then there are a bunch of individual efforts. Offensively, uh, I'd start with the offensive line. Defensively, I'd start with the defensive line. There were good individual efforts there, uh, whether it's George, a couple sacks he had, Chris Jones. Those guys brought all their their mad money with them, um, and then and then uh, uh, Leo on special teams did a did a great job. I think he, he was getting used to it on the second return and was feeling himself a little bit, but he did a nice job there on the kickoff return. Uh, Rice for his day. Uh, I mean, it's hard to believe that he's a rookie. Uh, Eight catches for 130 yards. Um, that's Matt Pacheco, 23 carries uh, for 82 yards. Bucker kicking a ball that was like a rock out there. Great job that he he did. Um, Bolton, another one. All those tackles that he had. The, the biggest part he's doing this with one one hand. He got cast in the other hand, and, and uh, he was. Um, at the same time, he's leading that defense, making sure everybody's going in the right direction. Uh, Pat, nice. just right from the kick. Yeah, I don't think they were anticipating throwing the ball quite did. Able to come out slinging. A lot of quarterbacks can't do that, but he did. Kelsey, one of those good days. I had goes off against Dolph. 
uh, head coach coordinators really done a nice job. We were we were hoping that they good as what we saw at SMU and, and uh, I, I'll tell you the best part about him is he keeps working. He's he's got a good relationship. He's got Pat's respect, and he's he wants to do it the right way. I know how many times I stood up and prayed and go, "We're this close with him." He's getting better every week. Less. Run the super rarity. Rather see him slide. Yeah, that was a tough one because he he uh, he's gonna get the first down, right? So, and then they missed a tackle. Then he got kind of caught in the washing machine. Uh, once you go, now you're just survival. <laughs> you got all those guys who so fared down the score. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think any of us in here have any questions about that. About he just will to win. And I, I thought Steve had an unbelievable. That the guys executed. <clears throat> That's not an easy defense to learn. That's why when I tell you about Bolton, being able to get everybody lined up, ready to go, and front end and back end. They've got a great connection. Bolton's like a coach. Drew was able to come and pick that up, too. And Bolton's out, jumps. Bags. i tell you the same thing on the offensive I thought. Mags had a had a great plan. You guys executed, but in Hex group, good job. As it goes, that's you get in the playoffs. I mean, that's where kind of where it starts. Yeah, sure. Listen, Tyreek's a great, great. Saw catching. You don't see Tyree get knocked down very often. I have a hard time believing there's another corner. Uh, playing well. Down. Got McDuff on the other side. Same. We'll find, we'll find a way to make it work. The rest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
course I could have it falls off. So. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. Head coach of the winning team in tonight's game on Saturday for your Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid, ladies and gentlemen. What a nice way to end off this middle segment, first half of the portion. We're continuing the show with our final half of this middle segment with the game balls of the game. A look at the Sunday slate. Hearing from head coach of the Houston Texans, the Cleveland Browns, and last but not least, Mike McDaniel will help us turn this game over to the final point of this program. You're listening to Super Bowl, the Super Wildcard Weekend post game, Dolphins post game edition, featuring the Chiefs. And the Dolphins. Back with you on the other hand side. In just a moment. First, a word from our station at Sports for Beginners and a word from our podcast stations of Broadcast Map. As we're getting close to saying, See you next season, Miami Dolphins. My final thoughts to come in the final segment. And remember, we're always here for a good time, just not a long time. Dolphins postgame, Super Wild Card Edition. The middle segment continues with the game balls. And that's next. We will be right back.
Looking for good sports conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times, my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. special about Buffalo. Go. Why after all these years, this is still the only place I call home. And why I always find my way back. You know, I can't explain the feeling. The roar of Bills Mafia when the team run out the tunnel. The rumble of 60,000 people banging a bleacher. <laughs> And no eruption when a big dog Josh Allen gets off the leash. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Big dog. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Being from Buffalo ain't just a fact. It's a mindset. I feel like I'm bad. A winter storm watch south of Buffalo, and this includes the stadium for the game. We also have a high wind watch. We'll fight for the city. Like we always have. From Montana Ave to Orchard Park. Because at the end of the day, we ride together. The bills are coming. We are indeed here for a good time, and will it happen? Yes. No. Maybe. Soon. Probably. That's the question. Everyone in Buffalo and in Pittsburgh is asking. 
Welcome back in the Dolphins post game. We're about to hear from the winning coach of the Houston Texans in just a little bit. But before we do, a reminder that we will hear from the losing coaches, Mike McDaniel and Kevin from the Cleveland Browns. And we will do so with our game balls to follow. This is our second half of the middle segment. And our opening segment has now finished with two parts as well. We have been talking a lot about the Buffalo Bills and less about the Sunday's late. That is coming up in minutes from now. But first, let's hear a little bit from head coach of the winning team in the Houston Texans. Here's coach DeMarco Ryan's after the win. From your Houston Texans to finish. We'll just get right to him. And here it is. Ryan. Talking to the media, as we also apparently have C.J. Stroud. Also addressing the media. (laughs) No, I didn't. Just thankful again for just gracious, man. We're blessed. Our team is special. Uh, God has blessed us tremendously, and we're Give him all the glory, honor, and praise for where we are, what this team has done. I mean, for CJ to go to have the game that he had, unbelievable performance by a rookie. Uh, it was just outstanding by everybody. So proud of our guys in the locker room. I knew they were ready on Tuesday. They were focused. They were locked in, and they went out and put the work in. Cleveland's a really good team. We had a tough matchup, and our guys fought, fought, fought made plays we needed to make to win the game and really just thankful, grateful for everybody in the locker room and what an outstanding performance by our guys. Never seen back-to-back pick sixes like that. Um, We needed our defense to step up. You know, Joe had a big day against us a couple weeks ago, and we knew it was a challenge in the passing game. And, you know, for Nelly to make the pick that he made and also see Harris, those are big-time plays. It's one of our focuses coming into the game was to attack the football. and But to attack it and go score, that changes the game for us. Uh, 
how much that place had come for you guys moving forward and what it was like to see Brevin Jordan. Uh, it was special. Brevin has been special all year. But to see the catch and the run after catch, <clears throat> man, he turned the wheels on. He turned them on and he took off. And I think everybody was running right down the sideline side with him. And Brevin has done an awesome job and no play bigger, you know, in his career than that play today. The thing that was said in the locker room was, we're here. We talk about our moment. We talk about opportunity. Now, the biggest thing is, what do you do with it? Right? And it was all about just going out and just finishing, continuing to execute, continuing to finish. And that's what we did. We knew in the playoffs, games flip at halftime. So if guys stay locked in and stay focused, and that's what we did. That's what I love about our team. Everybody was focused. Everybody was calm. We executed the proper way. Yeah, Christian has been locked in all week. Christian, it's a special moment for me because just seeing Christian and seeing his growth week after week after week and to see him make that play. I talked about that this week, actually. Right, We talked about that play where he missed it a couple games ago. He just broke it up on fourth down. And he had an opportunity to step in front and pick it this time, and he, he did it. Just such a, another cool moment for a lot of guys, young players, Brevin, Christian, for them, for them to have the type of games they're having in the playoffs now be plays that they'll remember for the rest of their life. CJ is the reason why we're in this position. He's special, special young man, special player, continues to shine no matter how big the moment is. Like our whole team is leaning on him. And he has the shoulders to carry that weight. And he shows up week after week. He continues to improve week after week. Uh, no moment is too big for him. And when you have a, a young player who can shoulder the load of your team, and the way the team is behind him, the confidence that he gives our entire team, it's so cool to watch, right, because he's such a special player, and, you know, he has, has a special season, and we're looking forward to keep moving on. <laughs> and you can't say enough about LT and. You know, his performance versus arguably the, you know, top defensive player in the NFL right now. Um, and he's done it time and time again. He's done it. He's had that matchup. You know, we he looked forward to that matchup. And he stands up time and time again. He pushed through there, struggling, fighting through injury, and still battled. And uh, when you have a left tackle who can do that, that allows CJ to shine. That allows us to get the ball off. Right, it all starts with protection, and it starts with LT doing a tremendous job today versus Miles. <clears throat> well, 
when we needed it most, our defense had their best performance of the year. In the biggest game of the year, he stepped up, had an outstanding performance, and for the reason why we won this game, why we were able to finish in the second half. Uh, Stingley, again, did an unbelievable job on Cooper. Uh, and we limited him to, you know, four catches. So it was an outstanding job by Sting. He was up for the challenge, up for the matchup. And that's what playoff football is about. It's about your playmakers stepping up, making plays. And that's what Stingley did all day today. Yeah, Will has been tremendous. All of our young guys, I think nobody has to say that we should have the offensive and defense rookie of the year. <laughs> Both guys stepped up big time for us with CJ with the offense and Will on defense. Play after play, we know he's battling an injury, but he's one of the toughest guys I've ever been around. You have to drag him off the field. He's not coming off. He continues to fight, was able to be productive and get sacks, and that's what we needed from our defensive line today. Multiple guys showed up and were able to get pressure, and that allowed us right, to play better in the back end to force the ball to come out quicker. Thank you. One week at a time. You know, our team is confident. We were confident coming in. You have to be confident in these moments. All right, we're not shying away from that. We're a confident team. We believe in each other. We know we have a special group of men in the locker room, and that's what it's all about. And it's one game at a time. Continue to go out. Don't make the moment bigger than what it is. Go out and execute. Play relentless football. We'll be exactly where we want to be. And we talk about it all the time, no matter who you are, right? When you step out on the field, who knows the opportunity that you'll get, right? But just maximize your opportunity and be ready for that moment. And all of our guys, no matter who you are, rotational player, whoever it may be, everybody has an important role in this team. And you hit the grass, we just ask guys to play as hard as you can, execute, play as fast as you can, and good things will happen. And that's what you continue to see, different guys stepping up, making plays, because we play as a team. It's not about one person. It's about our team. And everybody understands that. And that's what continues to drive us, right, to be in games like this and win games like this, because it's a team-first mindset. All right, thank you, guys. There it is, head coach of the champion team, the Houston Texans, who are moving on. To play the Baltimore Ravens next week in the playoffs next round. But who are the Kansas City Chiefs going to be playing with? We'll know that in due time. We are going to get into our game balls of the game. And here. From Kevin next. But before we get to Kevin, we'll just do a refresher on 
what the scores of these Saturday's games were. Take a little bit of a look in on our Sunday slate after we hear from Kevin. And we'll continue our final segment with our final coach to hear from, Mike McDaniel. Losers in this game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins. You know the saying Triple H says, though? When one dream begins, sorry, when one dream ends, another dream begins. That's what NXT for WWE is all about. But again, take one, take it one game at a time. Take it one game at a time. Be relentless. I couldn't have said that any better myself, Texans head coach. Congratulations to you on the victory over the Browns. And here's to more victories as your postseason run begins. To push forward against the Baltimore Ravens. At this point, it's basically win or go home, ladies and gentlemen. Win and you advanced, lose, that's your season. Our game balls of this game from the Miami Dolphins. We're picking just two. I got to go with the homeboy of this game in the Cheetah, the Roadrunner, Tyreek Hill. Eight targets, five receptions, 62 yards, 12.4 average yards, average yards, one touchdown and 53 being his longest yards in this game. Secondly, give it up for C.J. Wilson Jr. Seven targets, three receptions, 37 yards, 12.3 yards a carry, and 19 yards being his longest in this game. And lastly, let's give it to Jason Sanders. I know I said we do two, but there's really three people in this game balls for the Dolphins for me, and I'm going to give it to Jason Sanders. Extra point that he made, and that's all we need to hear from the Dolphins. Those are your game balls of the game for the Miami Dolphins. We'll get to the Kansas City game balls of the game, too from the Kansas City team. But first, here's Kevin to take us into our final segment. We'll pause and return to him in our final segment with Kansas City's Game Balls of the Game. 
Here's Kevin from the 45. 14 loss to the Houston Texans. The head coach of the Cleveland Browns, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, offense, defense, special teams, just uh, not good enough, but I do want to make sure that I credit uh, D'Amico and his football team. Uh, they did a nice job. You know, uh, I appreciate how our team fights. I appreciate how they fought today and throughout this entire season. Uh, they always came back and, and fought like crazy, so disappointed from that perspective. You know, I appreciate our fans, a uh, bunch of fans down here today. Um, they stuck with us this entire season, um, and we don't like how it ended. None of us do, um, but we'll have to learn from it. Um, that's just the, the game of football, really. And with that, I'll take any questions. Yeah, it's, I, without, you know, looking at it closely, Jake, they just, I give them credit, really. They did a nice job, gave up some big plays, uh, you know, but it's just uh, disappointing. But again, you know, we win as a team, we lose as a team. Yeah, I mean, that's, again, Tony, that's football. Um, you know, it can't. It got away from us very quickly there in the third quarter, which was disappointing. Um, but that's football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. And again, Mary Kay, I tell you, you know, not getting in the particulars, but we just didn't play well enough. Uh, really, in any phase, we we didn't play well enough. We didn't coach well enough. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to look at it. Obviously, that's killer, uh, you know, giving up points like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, get you know, there's we'll look at it uh, like we always do, uh, but, you know, we just didn't do a good enough job, and I give them credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to say, Mary Kay. I think, you know, we certainly didn't play well enough to win. Um, so we, we're all going to share in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, that's part of their system. Uh, they did a nice job of that. That's kind of what they, they do. Uh, again, they, they did a nice job. Yeah, you know, I didn't just didn't do a good enough job. I need to put him in better position. I, I, there's things that I can do better. Uh, you know, he's trying to make a play. Well, I, you know, I think you always look at every turnover, Tony, and you look at what caused it and things that you can do better. Um, Obviously, we know we got to take care of the football. That's the, the formula for winning in this league. We know that. Um, but I'm not going to boil this game down to one or two plays. Yeah, I, obviously, like we talked about him all week, Mary Kay, he's a very good football player. Uh, he operated really well today, uh, made plays uh, throughout the game. Yeah, that's hard to say without looking at it. Um, but you know, we we all we all share in this one. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's hard. It is hard. Um, we all want this thing to keep going, so that's very disappointing, obviously. Uh, but you don't always. Uh, it doesn't always turn out how you wanted it to. Uh, not for a lack of effort. Not for a lack of working their tails off all season long. Not for a lack of fighting their butts off all season long. It's just it, it didn't work out. So that's that's a that's the tough part of sports. Uh, that's you know football can you can have days like this we, it was a we got a pause there so we'll get back to him kevin will wrap up our middle segment here but before we get to that wrap up quick reminder of the saturday games our game that we're recapping, 26-7, Dolphins lose to the Chiefs. An early afternoon game, Cleveland, Houston, Kevin and the Cleveland Browns lose 14-45 to to Houston. Get more from him in just a little bit. But first, our game balls of the game for your Kansas City Chiefs. And let's get down to it. Isaiah Pacheco, you definitely deserve a game ball, my friend. 24 attempts on the ground, 89 yards, 3.7 yeah, average a carry. A touchdown, 23 yards being your longest. And the last game ball of the game for the Kansas City Chiefs for now. Let's give it to Travis Kelsey on the receiving end. 10 targets, 7 receptions, 71 yards, 10.1 yards a carry, and 22 yards. No touchdown, but hey, you get to play another game. And that's all that matters. This is Dolphins Super Wild Card Weekend Post Game. Dolphins Edition with the Chiefs and the Dolphins. We're hearing from the Texans and the Browns head coaches. Take us out, Kevin, with our final words. Up on the way. That wraps up this middle segment. I will be back with my thoughts. We'll look at the Sunday slate games. As one game has probably gone final by now. And the other game is underway as we speak. We'll also look at the Monday slate. For Bill's. And Steelers, and of course, the other, other game that we will talk about, featuring the likes of which it is, as I have my screen up while we're doing it.
the Eagles and Tampa Bay. The Sunday slate, Monday slate on our final segment is next. You're listening to Dolphins post game super wild card edition. And we'll be right back right after this. Take us out, Kevin. You know, bad day for us. Yeah, again, hard to reflect on all of it right this minute, Mary Kay. Uh, you know, I appreciate how he battled today. Yeah, again, I'm not going to get into particulars other than to say that, uh, you know, we, we did not do a good enough job, all of us. Just with the uh, down and distance where we were, you know, felt felt that we uh, were best taking it to the half. Yeah, it's disappointing, uh, but I'm going to give credit to the Texans. Uh, they did a nice job. Uh, you know, we just didn't play well enough. We didn't coach well enough. Yeah, they pressed. They did. They did a nice job pressuring. Uh, we didn't. We and I. We need to do a better job of putting those guys in position. Well, yeah, you know, obviously the result and, and uh, you know, but, you know, I, I really want to make sure they did a nice job. I, I give credit to them. And then we share in these. We share in the wins. We share in the losses. Yeah, uh, again, you know, they, uh, did, uh, they did a nice job in their coverage. Yeah. He was okay. He was battling. I think what we'll you know worry about next year soon, not not right this minute. I appreciate the question, but you know I think the the main thing I want to say to you guys is you know as disappointed as I am, and, and trust me, I am. Um, I really do appreciate this football team. I appreciate all the hard work that they put in this entire season. I appreciate how they battled throughout and they stuck together. Uh, no one likes the result today. No one. Um, that's a somber locker room because uh, you work so hard. Uh, you work so hard and. For it to end this way, it's it's really really tough. Uh, having said that, we're going to own it. We're going to accept the blame, and we're going to give credit to them. Good. Okay, thanks, Good. guys. Looking for conversations on books and more as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications, you've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations, as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie.
welcome back into Dolphins post game. That was Kevin, the head coach of your Cleveland Browns losers to the Houston Texans on Saturday afternoon, with the final score being forty-five Houston. 14, Cleveland. You know, there is some words of encouragement that you could take out of this game from Cleveland, but I'll use that when we're talking with Mike McDaniel, who was our last person to hear from in this game. I would really love to talk with these players as well, but we don't have the time for that, so we'll just stick to the players as coaches for now. Happening right now in the wild card games on Sunday. The Green Bay Packers have eliminated the Dallas Cowboys. And that game, 48-32. Green Bay, 48. Dallas, 42. So if you're joining us and you're a Dallas Cowboy fans and you are upset about the result, hey, join the Cleveland Browns club because head coach Kevin of your Cleveland Browns with all the guys on Saturday afternoon just before the Dolphins and Chiefs game got going and finished up it was a sour locker room in that area happening right now is our second game of this sunday slate it's the la rams against the detroit lions we'll check in with that game a little later on but before we get to mike mcdaniel which is our last guy to hear from on this post-game show. Let's get to my thoughts on both games. Look, guys, no one said these games were going to be easy, and no one said these games were going to be able to win. You look at the scenarios. Winner faces Baltimore. Winner faces the 49ers in the NFC's case. You you look at it and you're just you're just not sure what to feel about it. And 
there's a lot of things also going on at this point where so much can go right and so much can go wrong. The Cleveland Browns and Miami Dolphins season may be over. But that doesn't mean Dolphins post game will be over on Sports for Beginners the podcast. Stay tuned for further updates. If I am taking hold of some other football content on this Sports for Beginners podcast feed. Once again, the final score Kansas City. 26, Miami, 7. The final score of our afternoon game, 45, Houston, 14, Cleveland. My final thoughts are coming up on this final segment as we've done pretty much everything we can on this game. We will remind you before we get to our sign-off and our attendance record of the Monday slate and take one final look at the game going on right now on this Sunday slate of games that is underway as we speak in the Detroit Lions and the LA Rams as well. But first, let's hear from head coach Mike McDaniel after Saturday night's loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, 26-7. to Mike, take the floor. Uh, all right. Who's up? Um, not in the not in the appropriate place to kind of reflect on the entire season. I think the the thing about um. The, this team and a team sport um, was we had goals uh, that weren't accomplished tonight. Um, and, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, one of the reasons that it hurts so bad is because um, nobody, uh, you know, nobody on this team really um, harbored all the excuses that kind of um, whether all, all the different variables that people would talk about injuries weather all this stuff we came here to win didn't happen um we we fell short of our goals we had very strong expectations for ourselves um one of the reasons a lot of people don't put themselves out there and hold those expectations is because when you fall short from them it's uh it's it's emotional it's um, gut-wrenching and you know terms of kind of categorizing the season or really you know other 
macro things about stuff moving forward. It, I don't think it does justice to the team, um, you know, in the appropriate way. We, we are, we lost the game. We were um, uh, 100% all in, fearlessly feeling as though we would win. Um, but hats off to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they they beat us, outplayed us, outcoached us, all those things. Um, and so uh, that that's kind of where my mind's at. It's hard for me to really, you know, I'll, I'll be better answering that, that maybe during the week or whenever you guys next. But nice about tonight. And it hurts. We have some ads coming in for the coach of the Miami Dolphins. So, you know. And you can hear the remainder of Mike McDaniel's press conference. Apologies for the uh, stoppage there. You can hear the remainder of that in the link of the episode description. The links will be provided below. We will hear one more thing from Mike McDaniel as many points as we possibly can. Once again, as we have reached the final point of our Dolphins post-game show, the Dolphins fall. Their season is over. 26-7, the final score a Dolphins game will, or, will ever play. And... Yeah, it, look, it's pretty tough to win this game in the NFL, and that's why in any sport, in any gen, in any general way, it's really tough to win those types of trophies. Like, you look at it from a Stanley Cup perspective, the same kind of applies. It's tough to win. It is tough to win. And I mean, that's all I really have to say about that. It's tough to win. Cleveland put up a fight. Yes, but they fell short. And unfortunately, they lost. There's nothing you could do about it at the end of the day. This game has officially reached the station on Dolphins' final post game of the Super Wild Card Weekend three shows. Has officially reached the station of an attendance record in Arrowhead at minus 20 centimeters with Brad Richards being our
referee, Brad Rogers, excuse me, the attendance record of this game has not yet been known. So you know what? Hey, that's okay. At least we get to hear some more from Mike McDaniel. And then that is it for us. We're not going to finish Mike McDaniel. We're just going to hear a little bit more. As we speak, it is Detroit Lions and the LA Rams on right now. Green Bay moves on. Dallas is eliminated. 48-32 is that final score. 14-3 is the score right now in the Lions and Rams game. We don't really have our attendance record to look at for this game. Between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. So that sucks, but hey, it's a game in the end, and the Dolphins, they just didn't have it in them to finish. And it, it wasn't in the cards. It, it really wasn't. Can you blame everyone? Sure you can. But it ain't going to change the outcome. The Dolphins lose. Either way, Chiefs are on. Chiefs are moving on. To Mike McDaniel. And then our closing message is next. On Dolphins post game, you have been listening to Super Wildcard Weekend post game show, Dolphins edition, Chiefs edition. I have been your host, Thomas McGregor. Look, I hope guys, who look, I hope everyone who is a Dolphins fan and everybody who is a Chiefs fan, a uh, uh, Texans fan, a uh, Cowboys fan, a uh, Browns fan. I hope you guys all enjoy the rest of the football that you know and love. Uh, we'll see you all next season, those of you who are eliminated. Those of us who are still in, let's keep those roars going. That was just round one. Now it is time for round two. I have been your host, Thomas McGregor. Mike McDaniel, take us out. And you have been listening to Dolphins Post Game on the Sports Beginners podcast. That's Dolphins Football. And that wraps up Super Wild Card Weekend Post Game Show. Once again, the final score Dolphins 7, Chiefs. 26. Mike, you have the floor. Take us out. Our closing message is next. Um, and so, uh, that, that's kind of where my mind's at. It's hard for me to really, you know, I'll, I'll be better answering that, that maybe during the week or whenever you guys next, but nice about tonight.
and hurts. Um, no, I think you, I think the season's a journey. I think, um, the, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. Um, I think there's, uh, you know, there's some good things and bad things. Like there always will be. Um, but the, you know, I don't really look at it as like a, um, the, this offense is, um, that's a ever evolving thing and you know what i do know is we'll be in a situation where we'll be trying to get better um and you know the same you know i think i think we we were a better team and a better specifically talking about offense than last year and that's the that's the point um you know i i think there's a lot of things that we'll look at that'll have concrete, actual, um, solid information on what we can do, you know, moving forward to to get better. But that's the objective of the off season is you're you're trying to identify exactly what those things are and then improve upon that. You know, I think, um, you know, the uh, we we would always like to be um, the best at and win all of our games. That that's what we were intending to do. So there's a lot to learn from that we'll, we'll get to. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, fast and furious as the offseason. as tough as it gets um just because you know uh, everyone poured their heart and soul into it um that is the nature of the business that uh it, it, there's salary caps and there's you know um just a lot a lot of different moving parts so you you that's one thing that i know this team didn't run from you know i, I kind of alluded to that idea the season before and that you know i feel like the team um understood the gravity with which you have to approach you um each team that you know you're gonna have uh on average there's like uh you know 30 new players each season um uh including practice squad so you know that that that's the that's the tough part. That's what guys were fighting for. Um, you know, we we no no one used anything as an excuse. Everyone, you know, one, one thing I didn't see in that locker room was finger pointing or excuse making. There was just a lot of um, a lot of emotion uh, with regard to hurt, which is what happens when you make yourself vulnerable enough to having high expectations um, that we didn't hide from. So um, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of, um, I'm proud of a lot of things with regard to 
uh, this team, which is one of the reasons, um, you know, we're trying to do everything we could to make sure this wasn't the last game, and and it was. Um, so you have to you have to learn from it. Um, but that will come in the in the in the near future. Um, you know, t- tonight I'm just trying to uh, aid some of those hurt souls and. Um, We'll we'll take a hard look at all of those things. Or Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Super Wild Card Weekend and Miami Dolphins Football on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Our host, Thomas McGregor, would like to acknowledge all of you who are listening to Dolphins football each and every day during the NFL season. To learn more about Dolphin Post Game and the show itself, please visit our Facebook page at Sports for Beginners. Search Sports for Beginners. The information on what's coming up for every Dolphins football game can be brought up to you by visiting us at our website, sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com. Once again, that is sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com. And as we always remind you, it is never goodbye. It is until next time. Fins up until next season, Dolphins Nation. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami of Super Wild Card Weekend on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to catching you again, football fans, the remainder of the playoffs. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, we're saying never goodbye. But we'll see you next time. Happy postseason, football fans. for listening to Sports for Beginners. If you would like to learn more about the show, you can visit 
the podcast Facebook page or visit the official website. You can also send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. As we always remind you, it is not goodbye, it is until next time. <laughs>